get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Michelle, I'm Randy, and this is 101 ESPN, Character and Smallman, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Rick Horton will be busy over the course of hopefully the next couple of weeks as the Cardinals embark on their 2020 playoffs, and Ricky is with us now on 101 ESPN. Good morning, sir. How are you? Uh, it's great, guys. Uh, good to be with you, and it is good to be busy, and hopefully it will be for a while. I, I want to start with this because you've played at this time of year. What's it like when, when you, the calendar flips over to October and you're still a baseball player and playing? Well, I mean, what it's like on a normal year is very much different than what it's like in 2020, I could imagine. That's why it's really hard to kind of uh, kind of put the two things together, Randy, because I would say, you know, normally you get rejuvenated when you get to October because you played 162 games and, you know, the fans kind of carry you through because you realize, wow, every place I go, it's uh, people talking about the Cardinals. But now we're, we're so isolated. I think it's hard to draw off some of that energy uh, for the players, for sure, because they're quarantined, they're staying in a hotel together, et cetera. Uh, and they only played 60 games. Now I say only played 60 games. They played a lot of them in a short period of time. So it's just such a different feel. I'm, I'm not sure what it's going to feel like for them when they go uh, out on the field at Petco Park. I know they'll be uh, kind of amped up to be uh, in that spot after all they've been through. And, Rick, when they do hit the field at Petco Park, they announce that the rotation is going to set up like this. KK game one, Wayno game two, and then Flaherty for a potential game three. What was your reaction when you heard that that's the way the Cardinals were going to set up the rotation for this series? I actually liked it, Michelle. Actually, I was thinking either that or Kim first, uh, Wayno third with Jack second. And, and, you know, really anybody that's watched the Cardinals all year would say, who's the, who's been the most consistent dominating pitcher? You'd say KK. I mean, and you, you know, Mike Schultz said early in the year, he says, I'm going to have to throw everybody's feelings out the window because I have to manage for a way to just win games. So several, you know, Matt Carpenter didn't play all the time. Uh, Matt Carpenter hit seventh or eighth. I mean, it's just kind of what you had to do uh, to, to, to get to where they are. And I think the same is true with, with Jack right now. Jack is clearly the guy who's got the biggest upside long-term and was the opening day starter, but he's not pitching very well right now. So putting him third, I think, is good, gives him a little more rest. And so I, I overall, I like it. Um, and, and, you know, the other thing, that's what we do know. What we don't know is how was their last bullpen? How do they throw? How do they feel? All those things go into play. And even if Jack Flaherty isn't what he was in the second half of last year, Rick, I feel really good about him in a game three mm-hmm. or in mm-hmm. game one of the NLDS, the next series. Exactly. And it's, it's not, it's, I wouldn't call it a demotion. I don't think Jack's pushed to the number three guy. It's just kind of setting it up that way. And, uh, really, it was Kim. To, Kim's turn to go first, anyway, and so I, and honestly, I think he deserves it. And you know, there's a lot. I've, I've read a lot this morning about the fact that the Padres have never seen Kim, and and there's some value to that. Way even Wayno said, "Look, a pitcher always has the advantage when uh, people don't know each other." And you know, that's the weird thing about the playoffs. It's so crazy. Is is you are playing teams, even if they're in your league, 
that you haven't seen since last year. So all the scouting, all the video, all that stuff is going to be a little convoluted right now because you just haven't had that experience with anybody other than uh, your area of the country. Rick, when you look at this matchup between the Cardinals and the Padres, what facet of their game do you think the Cardinals have an edge over San Diego? Well, I think I think the Cardinals' defense has an edge over anybody. And, you know, if you look just at the total number of errors, the fielding percentage, that's not going to wow you necessarily. But, you know, defensive runs saved and all the metrics. The Cardinals uh, play the outfield very well. They, you know, they play the infield very well with, with DeYoung and Wong up the middle. And uh, so, and Goldschmidt at first. I mean, I think there's just a defensive edge. I'm not going to say it's a drastic edge. Uh, I think there is a drastic edge on the Padres' side as far as power is concerned. They they. They've got some pop in their lineup, and the Cardinals uh, last in baseball and home runs. And so they're just going to have to find ways to, to to get big hits and do damage when they can. You know, what Bader was able to do that last game of the year is what, what somebody's got to do every day. Just have a good day and hit hit a triple and a home run and drive in three or four. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who it is. And, and, you know, Tommy Edmond led this club in RBIs, for goodness sakes. I mean, there's several players that can do it. It's just not, you know, you wouldn't call it a power attack on the Cardinals' side. We asked the question yesterday, who could be the surprise hero like David Freeze was in 2011? Mm, that's a good question. I'd, I'd love to have heard your answer. Sorry, I missed him. So I'll, now you get mine. I think the surprise uh, hero uh, could be Paul DeYoung. And uh, now he, not, he did not look, and I say surprise, he was an all-star for the team last year. But Paul DeYoung, when he gets going is outstanding. I mean, there's several guys that could fit that bill. I mean, he, D- Dylan Carlson could be that guy. I mean, he's more trending in that direction, but I think the sp- surprise could be Paul DeYoung. Maybe, you know, he looked a little weary to me the last uh, few days, and I think a couple of days off will be good for him. And, you know, he's such a cerebral guy and a preparation guy and a, you know, and a kind of a money guy. I just think uh, DeYoung might come through. And we've seen him get hot for a month, and that's all it takes, right? That's right. You can get out for a month and take the rest of the year off. I mean, that's kind of the way it is. And, you know, that, the playoffs is like that. It doesn't really matter whether you're in a pandemic or not. You know, you get to the playoffs and you realize, oh, my goodness, this is, uh, this is a new thing here. This is, uh, a, you get refreshed by it in a way because you realize that there's a lot of national attention, world attention on what you're doing. Uh, and you realize every, every at-bat's a big at-bat. Every pitch is a big pitch. And, you know, you might not feel it without having the fans in the stands, but, but it's still, you know, it's there. And Rick, from an organizational standpoint, the Cardinals have obviously had a lot of recent postseason success. And, you know, Mike Schultz was talking about it, how it's just kind of a given that they're supposed to make the playoffs. And on the other side of the field, you have the Padres, who haven't made the postseason since 2006. And while they have guys over there with postseason pedigree, it's a different feel between these two teams. Do you think that that matters at all heading into this series? Oh, yeah, I, I really do. And, and I, you know, you don't want to overplay that necessarily, Michelle, but, you know, I could say, you know, there, it, I remember the first time I stepped on a field uh, when I went to the American League and, and, and the other team came out of the dugout and they were wearing Yankee uniform. It's kind of like, I don't even care if they're very good. We're playing the Yankees, for goodness sakes. I mean, I mean, it's kind of like, uh, you know, it, there, is a, there is something about the organization's tradition and just you know they walk out of the dugout and you think oh boy they're ready for this i hope i am and i mean it, honestly it's it's a it's kind of just a thing players go through and they, at least i did that's all i can speak to and so i think the cardinals have that you know the dodgers have that the cardinals have that the yankees have that I mean, not a lot of teams you know have have the long history of, of being in the playoffs and the cardinals even have the the short history the last 20 years they're, they're in there most of the time so i think to some degree even though they're different players i mean that's the other part of it is you know Dylan Carlson hasn't been in postseason play, but he's wearing a Cardinal uniform. There's something to that. Rick Horton with us on 101 ESPN. Rick, 
even though the season was only 60 games, you do have to win four series to win this world championship. Obviously, this will be a different world championship, but could you make the argument that it's the most difficult? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I think there's a lot of difficulty. You know, I, I, I hearken back, first of all, to Matt Carpenter saying, if we get in the playoffs, it'll be a miracle. He said that, I think you were probably on that, Randy, the first Zoom call where Matt, you know, when he started playing again mm-hmm. after their after all their days off, I mean, they were just, you know, they were lost and confused as to whether or not they'd even play. So, so that first miracle has happened. They're actually in the playoffs. But, uh, you know, it, it's hard for everybody. I mean, the pressure's on every, the Dodgers, the, the Tampa Bay, you know, now, now Tampa Bay has to wear the, wear the hat of you're supposed to win this. And, and that's a different gig. I mean, that is, there's pressure beyond kind of, uh, kind of what they're, they're used to. And so, you know, I, I think, you know, every player dreams of being in a world series. And so I always felt that the pressure was on the first couple of series. And, and in my era, just the first series, there was only two. So it was on the NLCS. If you win the NLCS, then there's less pressure in the world series because you've got to be in the world series. So I, I think everybody feels this, drive and sense you know all 16 teams that even the Miami Marlins would say you know what we got a chance to be in the World Series again. Rick this team has had to overcome so much to get to this point we knew heading into a 60 game season that there was going to be challenges but the Cardinals have had injuries they had a COVID outbreak they I mean they just had so much that they've had to overcome and so if you're going to say anything about this team they certainly possess mental toughness how much of that do you think comes from Mike Schilt because when I look at this season that's one of my big takeaways is just what a great job he did managing all the challenges that were thrown at this team. I could not agree more with what you just said, Michelle. And, and, and I would say I would extend it past Mike Schilt, which Mike would be happy that I'm saying this, that to his coaching staff. I mean, it's, it's Mike Maddox, you know, still believing in the pitchers if they have a bad day. It's, you know, it's Ollie Marmol who organizes everything for Mike Schilt. And he's one of the most positive guys you're ever going to be around. But, but really you go to, uh, to what Mike Schilt is, is he is Mr. Positive. And, and I don't think he's Pollyanna positive, you know, I always say, you know, one of my things when I was coaching, I always used to say, don't confuse uh, meekness with weakness. And, and I think that defines uh, Mike Schilt. I mean, I might be, you know, I might be easygoing and all that, but don't push me. And Mike Schilt's like that. I mean, the, the Brewers found that out you know, a week or so ago. He doesn't like to get pushed. And, and so that fire, he's got the fire, but he's got the optimism that goes along with it. And it's not phony optimism. I mean, rah, rah, rah is not what he is, but he is analytically and, um, just uh, optimistically uh, in, in charge of charting our course, and you believe him. And so, I, I mean, I think he's got a track record that proves that, and, and he did as good a job, I mean, probably a better job this year than he did last. A couple more things for Rick Horton. I heard you and Dan talking the other day on the telecast about it perhaps being Yadi Molina's last home game at Bush Stadium, and I think we're in the same boat here. I haven't even allowed myself to envision him playing in another uniform. I just, it just, it's too weird for me to to think about that. But that being said, if he would go, Rick, could you envision one last hurrah with Yachty, Albert, and Tony out in Anaheim? Oh, I, you know, you kind of could envision anything, you know, I, I, so I could not envision Albert Pujols leaving the Cardinals and, and, and yet it happened. So, I mean, I'm going back now, but, but we all remember that moment. It's like, well, of course, Albert's going to be a Cardinal forever. He's going to be our next day unusual. And, and it didn't happen. So, you know, and there's a lot of factors that go into that, the economics of the teams that are, that are involved. And so, so the reason I can picture anything right now is number one, I have that, that we have that in the rearview mirror, but number two, the economics of the game right now is so 
crazy as far I mean, owners are losing millions of dollars in 2020. They'll probably lose millions of dollars, tens of millions of dollars in 2021. And so with the prospects of that, the economics of who you sign, who you re-sign, uh, who, what option you pick up is just, I mean, honestly, it's just a whole new world right now. And so uh, only because of that, not because of our heart and because of what we, you want to be true, but sometimes reality takes over and you just have to realize that the economics is going to come into play. And finally, Rick, when I'm driving around, I listen to you and John Rooney doing the road games and it's like you are there at the ballpark. You guys sound so natural there. Does it feel natural to you now doing the games off of a TV screen? Um, yes and no, Randy. And I appreciate that as a compliment because, I mean, a big compliment because that's what we're shooting for is, you know, you want people to feel like you're bringing something specific to what's going on. We have several ca- several camera angles, which helps us, of course. But but I personally, I mean, that's the yes part is, is you know, you feel like you can get ingrained in all these all these different views, but, but the no part is there's nothing to me like being there. There's just things I would know as an analyst, if I was there and it's not just whether the wind's blowing in, or I mean, it's did the team get to the park late to the, how, you know, I mean, there's just little nuances that you can tell from talking to the manager, being with the manager, being with the coaches and the players. You know, I certainly miss that, uh, but I understand where we are and, and just trying to do our, do the best we can. I love doing the games with John. We're having, we're having fun doing it. Well, we'll be tuned in. Thank you very much for the time this morning. We appreciate it and have a great playoff run. You bet guys. Thanks.